The Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM Stereo. Madrasa on A. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh and welcome to your program Madrasa on A Developing Islam in Me. I'm your host Yasmina Peterson, a long special guest in the studio, none other than Sheikh Anwar Adamson. However, you do know the drill by now already to send through. If you have anything in which you want Sheikh to answer for you, you can send it through to our WhatsApp number being 072-238-0712. Alternatively, send through an SMS to 47913. Our topic for discussion this afternoon is of course sincerity and that is where Sheikh was uh, left off yesterday when time caught up with us. However, I'm going to be handing over to Sheikh, inshallah, to continue and give a recap to just refresh our brains a little bit. Sheikh, assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Sheikh, how are you this afternoon? Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, cannot complain. Alhamdulillah, Sheikh, shukran so much once again for giving us this informative program. However, Sheikh, a recap from where we stopped yesterday. <coughs> Bismillah. Alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa ashabihi wa man wala Allahumma zidana ilma wa arzuqna fahma ya rabbal alameen We thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the favor Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed us with For our health and our wealth, our children, our five senses, our sight We ask of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless each and every person involved in this program each and every person who is listening and benefiting from this program. We ask of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us to see the month of Ramadan. We ask of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for those who are not experiencing the best of health. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant them shifa and kamila, complete recovery. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if we have lost any loved one, which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant them jannatul firdaus. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to place sabr, patience, contentment in the hearts of the families. And we ask of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the moments that we'll be spending together inshallah ta'ala on the airways of Voice of the Cape, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala cause that that is a means that we attain the jannah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and is written in our good deeds. And whatever good that we say, we ask of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless us and open up our hearts to the teachings of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Alhamdulillah, dear listeners, Last week we started to speak about the Qur'an, we said Shahu Ramadan al-Ladhi unzila fihi al-Qur'an That the month of Ramadan is the month whereby Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has revealed this glorious book, the Qur'an And the month of Ramadan is that particular month whereby we always try to reconnect to the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in whichever way we have been discussing if a person can only read the English translation that will be considered as a good deed for him a person is not as skilled in reciting the Quran he or she struggles to recite Quran there is rewards for that they get double the reward a person who recites the Quran fluently he is in the company of the noble angels and even the people that just started with the surah the surah like we say Alif Bata for that person to look in the Quran and only identify Identify the letters, for example, we have the word Liyudabbaru that comes in the Quran and he says Lam, Ya, Dal, Ba, Ra, Waw and Alif that is there. He spells out the word inshaAllah ta'ala for him is there a reward too. As Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam has mentioned and said 
that for every harf, for every letter that we read in the Quran, there is ten rewards. And we've also mentioned that in the month of Ramadan, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can also increase our deeds to up to 700 times. Subhanallah. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us all that benefits, inshaAllah. And we encourage people to connect to the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And yesterday we started to speak about taqwa. Why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions that why the purpose and the goal and the ultimate objective behind Ramadan Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not say so that you enter Jannah, so that you are successful, so that you may be saved from the fire which is ultimately our goal in this world, that we make sure that we worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that we save ourselves from the fire of Jahannam as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala himself says anfusakum wa ahlikum nara, that save yourselves and your family from the fire. In another verse, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَمَا خَلَقَتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنسَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ That I have not created jinnkind and mankind except to worship me. That is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this is our purpose in life. But rather, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ So that you may attain that conscious, that God consciousness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we ran out of time yesterday. Ending off with sincerity. Sincerity as Rasulullah says, That each and every of our deeds will only be judged according to our intention. And as the scholars of the past has mentioned with regards to intention. And yeah, I would love to quote the old people, so the old means. They always used to say, and I might be wrong, they can WhatsApp me and if I'm, I'm, I'm wrong. I say, they can you can you be in brick? But it was you know, profound words that there was, you know, uh, extreme stress on the intention. The intention should always be for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And as the scholars of the past had mentioned regarding intention, says that, Kam min sagirin to How many small acts were done? But the intention behind that very small, minute, insignificant act to you becomes great in the eyesight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. A lady, she has, for example, she gets a pension, and she spends 10 rand, which to some of us is insignificant. She gives a sadaqah of 5 rand. She gives someone a sadaqah of 50 cents. But her intention, no one sees her. She doesn't want to impress anybody. She doesn't want anyone to think that she's a generous and giving person. She, her niya, her intention got absolutely nothing to do and connect with the people. Her intention is only for the sake of Allah. I'm giving this 50 cents, this one rand, this 10 rand, this 15 rand, for the sake of Allah. No one sees me, oh Allah, other than you. And that act is small, but the niya behind that makes that act great. And more rewarding in the eyesight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَكَمْ مِنْ كَبِيرٍ تُصَغِّرُهُ And how many great acts, beautiful acts of worship were done, but the niyyah behind that, the intention behind that, has made that act of worship small and insignificant in the eyesight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For example, a person would make salah. What you have to do, he starts to pray. But he does that to show others that he's making salah. He does anything. He speaks about certain things. He wants people to be impressed by his speech. That in itself has been diminished 
because of the intention. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we always make our intention sincere when we speak, when we act, whatever we do, let it only be for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ameen. We mentioned um, a statement of the uh, scholars of old, the pious predecessors, where they mentioned that how many you know, action has been done, small insignificant things has been done for the sake of Allah, but the intention behind that has made that great and big in the eyesight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And how many big acts of worship has been done, but because the intention was to show off, to boast, so that people might speak about what we do, that act has become insignificant, diminished, minute in the eyesight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So it's of utmost importance that whatever we do, whatever we say, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to always grant us sincerity. And sincerity emanates from the heart. No one can peruse and look upon a person when he is sincere. We might be speaking and be crying and we think that person is sincere. This is why we are told and we are taught by Rasulullah sallallahu in praising a person, never say, never ever say that this person is salih. And we have this, you know, this habit of saying, MashaAllah, they is a like a pious person. This person does this, that and the other. Extremely pious, a person of Jannah. No, we are taught to say, I deem him to be pious. We see him as a pious person. Because ultimately, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows who are sincere, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows who is truly pious. So we must stop going to the extreme when we see a person, we meet a person, whatever his lineage or background is. And we are very quick to say, such and such a person is pious, gefaalig pious. And then we look at a person perhaps on the street, walking there, dressed normally, and we, we seem not to give a blink or we do not give him a second look. Just because we have the idea, perhaps, that that might not be the friend of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone knows who his friends are. So as we are told by Rasulullah, we say, Alhamdulillah, we deem such, a, such and such a person to be pious, or we view him to be a person of pious. And we do not elevate anyone other with other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knowing best. So we should always work on our sincerity. Abdullah ibn al-Barak, he says that, مَا عَالَجْتُ شَيْئًا أَشَدُّ عَلَى نَفْسِي مِنْ نِيَّتِي Had I not tried and remedied anything, or tried and got anything into conformity, and straight and correct, than fighting myself by getting my intention solely and only and exclusively for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Abdullah ibn Barak says that he's always been fighting with himself to get his niyyah, his intention, straight and only untainted, purely for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he says further, لِأَنَّهَا تَتَقَلَّبُ عَلَيْهِ This niyyah, this intention continuously changes upon me, changes on me. Which means in the beginning, you might start out something, and you do it for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And someone enters the masjid or he comments and he pray and he prays you what you do. And automatically that riya shaitan who starts to whisper, MashaAllah, they think that you are pious. That thought comes through your mind. And that thought you should you should expel those thoughts and do it for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because shaitan will continuously be busy with us. So that in itself, getting our intention correct for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is hard work. And that should occupy us, you know, from you know, worrying about others 
blemishes and others' faults, where we should concentrate on ourselves, not only during the month of Ramadan, but outside the month of Ramadan as well. Of course, the voice of Sheikh Anwar Adamson speaking to us more on sincerity during the month of Ramadan as well as speaking about getting our intentions straight and for the sake of Allah. Do know that you can send through your comments as well as your questions on 072-238-0712. Alternatively, send through an SMS to 47913. And Sheikh, just speaking about a comment, the comment that came through, it says here in tying down into uh, the intention as well as, you know, seeing somebody else thinking that they are pious and so forth. It says here... When you say female, this in a manner that is unacceptable Islamically, do not for a moment think that she is lower than you spiritually. If you do that, you are lower than her. Believe me that this is teaching of your religion. She might have a link with her, cura- with her creator that you do not know about. She might have a heart that is stuns better than the other, and she might have one weakness that is outward, and some might have 50 weaknesses that are hidden. So maybe share some uh, opinion on that, inshallah. In general, alhamdulillah, we should never ever judge anybody. Yes, the sister might not be dressing accordingly at this moment in time. She might not be praying her salahs five times a day. But we do not know what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has written for that sister or that brother acting in a way that we perhaps do not agree with. So it is of utmost importance, as I've mentioned, that we should try and focus within ourselves. In a case like this, if we feel that a person you know, as some good and each one of us have good in us, that we should go and address this person in a beautiful way and encourage the person perhaps to dress correctly. But judging is ultimately to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. How many people have we not found that in the beginning of our lives, we were teens, we were young, and this person, we, we, we lost hope in ourselves. Obviously, we should never lose hope in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy. But perhaps we have already written of this person. And late years later, a decade later, 15 years later, we find that person, mashallah, that person has changed his or her life completely. And we are absolutely shocked. But this is how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala works. Beautiful example. Umar radiallahu anhu. As we know the story, he was on his way to kill to murder, to assassinate the Prophet And this was Umar radiallahu anhu. We know the history of Umar now. Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu became the second Khalifa in Islam. His heart completely changes from going to killing the Prophet and becoming a Muslim and becoming one of the great pioneers of Islam, one of the forerunners of Islam. Amazing. So that in itself tells us that we can never ever write anybody off, nor can we never overjudge and over extremely uh, emphasize and popular, popul, popul, make someone popular, subhanAllah. You know, uh, say, saying that a person is extremely pious, a person is already in Jannah, this is a person of Jannah, because we do not know what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has ultimately written for us. The journey to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is a hard one, it's a long one, we do not know what lies ahead. Shukran so much for answering that. Shukran, then there's another question that came through. Ramadan is on the brink of the horizon. And as well as praying five times a day, I find it difficult to do so. Is there any advice as well as is Salah the only aspect to draw closer to Allah? MashaAllah. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant all of us to become steadfast on this Salah. If I can give this person advice, Rasulullah 
He tells us in a hadith, he says, أَوَّلُ مَا يُقْضَى عَلَيْ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَ الصَّلَاةِ That the first thing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to question us on the day of Qiyamah is that of the salah. Have you made your salah five times a day? Now for a person writing an exam, with whatever exam it may be, a matric exam, university exam, master's exam, doctorate exam, any exam that we're going to write, and the examiner gives you the answer before the time, would you appreciate that? Of course, you are going to study only what the doctor or the examiner has told you. This is coming the exam. Ya Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi gives us the answer to the exam. He tells us what you're going to be asked on the day of Qiyamah. Is it not logical of us to prepare an answer for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? He did not speak about anything that will be asked about. First thing that will be asked about is, is the salah. And if your salah is not intact, Whatever you have done, other than that, whatever deeds, hajj, zakah, dhikr, gatherings that you perhaps has attended, so many countries that you visited, or so many shuyukh that you are connected to, or you've praised so many shuyukh, you sat in so many shuyukh classes, the first thing Allah is going to ask you about is, is salah. So for this brother or sister that is asked, I would suggest, Take the advice of Rasulullah sallallahu Let us try and get our salah punctual. That in itself it's a, it, it is a challenge in itself. But for some reason, we still find time, even though that we do not make salah five times a day, which is mandatory, yet we still find time to do things that has no basis at times in Islam. We do things that we are not sure if we might get rewards for this. Salah is the first thing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to ask us about. And a beautiful hadith to end of and round off this answer. Where a man comes to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and yeah, I want our dear listeners, beloved listeners, brothers and sisters to listen very attentively to this hadith. The most inspirational hadith as all the prophets was inspirational. But look how the Prophet makes our lives easy. We complicate it, dear sister. We complicate our lives so much. Islam is an easy religion. So this companion comes and says, Ya Rasulullah, Oh, Messenger of Allah, what is your take? What is your opinion? If I am only going to stick to the five pillars of Islam, he says, I'm going to do the shahada, the testimony that there is none worthy of worship other than Allah, that you are the mission of Allah. I'm going to fast. I'm going to make my salah five times a day. I'm going to fast in the month of Ramadan. I'm going to give my zakah if I'm able to do so. Not everybody has to give zakah, those who qualify. And that, that should be discussed, inshallah ta'ala. And going for hajj, if one has the ability. I'm only going to stick to these five pillars of Islam. And growing up, we know what the five pillars of Islam are. This simple five basic principle. And there's a motto I used to have, strive to the five. Strive to the five. Strive to the five. We should get that into our lives, inshallah. So it says, I'm only going to do this. Will I be successful on the day of Qiyamah? La azid wa la This is I will not increase on this, nor will I go lower than this. I'm only going to stick to these things. Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam gives this sahaba, this companion, the glad tidings. Says, "Naam, this person will be successful if he is truthful." In that covenant that he has taken, if he is truthful in that which he was saying, only these five things alone, with alongside with sincerity, can take us to Jannah. And this is the words of who? Not you, not any person on this dunya, not a 
you know, a person connected to Rasulullah Sallam, not a person, not any of his family members, this is of the words of Rasulullah, the messenger of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala himself, where he says that we only do these five things with sincerity, knowing and understanding it, how to do it correctly, and everything coming connected with that, we will enter the Jannah of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. So my advice for the person who has asked about making salah, that would be the ideal place to start with regards to walking the path of righteousness. If you want to do anything else other than your salah, you would be unfortunately wasting your time. Where Rasulullah says, pray our salah five times a day. And that is where we start. The road to piety starts with making our salah five times a day. Yes. Now, how do we get on making our salah five times a day? The month of Ramadan, MashaAllah, Tabarakallah, what a month. Look how we make our salah five times a day in the month of Ramadan. We rush home from work, we work till half past four, and we rush home, we get into a taxi, we become agitated, the taxi driver is taking long cuts because I need to get home before Maghrib, I need to make my Asr Salah. Look at that consciousness in the month of Ramadan. And this goes through the entire month. We do not try and miss any Salahs. Fajr Salah which is without a doubt one of the most difficult salahs to make because we have to wake up from sleep. We get up for Fajr Salah in the month of Ramadan, involuntary, subhanallah, like we are programmed in the month of Ramadan. And we do this. Why? Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has not only blessed this month, also Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala proves to us that you and you and I, all of us, we can make our salah five times a day. And more amazing than that in the month of Ramadan, we make our salah five times a day, we even make our nafil salah, subhanallah. And we find time to recite the Quran. What does this tell us? That wallahi, we have the ability, we have that goodness in us, we have that spirituality in us, we have that morality in us, to become close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If we want to come close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the best way to do so is by starting to make our salah five times a day. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Hadith al-Qudsi, the best way that my servant can come close to me is by doing that which I has made, which I have made obligatory upon him, which I have made wajib upon him. So let us start with that which Allah and his messenger, messenger has made wajib, has made mandatory for us. And then inshallah ta'ala, we try and stay on the path to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ameen. Had is speaking about strive to the five, and that is being the five pillars of Islam. And we were speaking in terms of salah. Now, however, Sheikh, here is another question that came through in terms of salah and what Sheikh has been mentioning about. Sheikh states here with regards to me making my salah, I only try to do maybe one salah per day, and I strive to do the five uh, looking on to the other days and the other weeks. Tell me, Sheikh, is this advisable? I need advice. Bismillah, alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa ashabi wa wala. To the brother or the sister that has asked the question, I will try inshallah ta'ala to give an answer that is adequate and that will inshallah inspire each one of us. I cannot say that it's okay to make salah one 
once a day or twice a day or three is better than five I cannot say that because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has ordained that we make salah five times a day but yes in order for a person to start making salah let us start with the first salah which is Fajr salah in the salah of the morning try and stick to that salah alhamdulillah now uh, Fajr is a bit later so we get up for work you know amazing we get up for work and we hear the adhan we'll still go and make you know go to work not thinking that that very Allah that very call to prayer is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who wants us to make salah to worship him it is that very Allah who has actually granted us that job and we walk past the masjid we don't make our salatul fajr and we go and serve the boss of the zutunia and we do not serve the king of all kings which is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so I would say that us try and be punctual on salatul fajr you know now and then a person is normal we oversleep we are human beings but we still make our salatul fajr in that way he might think for himself that fajr is the most difficult salah I've made it I might as well make dhuar I'm awake I might as well make Asr, I am awake, and the rest of these salahs. So yes, let us try and make our salah five times a day. As we've mentioned before the break, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam from his Mubarak lips, and there is no speech better than the speech of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And after that, the speech and the teachings of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, there is no other better way than the way of Rasulullah, the simple way, the easy way, the way that the companions that was around him, they were around him, they were granted Jannah for the simple things that we deem to be simple today. They strove to those five things. And amongst other things, but they've never ever came with something that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa did not teach them. They would stick strictly adhere to the teachings of Rasulullah and with a simple method they were granted the Jannah, the paradise of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So let us try and emulate and think logically when Rasulullah has already, already given us the keys, the answers, all we need to do is now put that into action insha'Allah ta'ala so salah would be the best way my dear beloved dear brothers and sisters in Islam listen to this program let us start to make our salah as we've mentioned and yes we might not like we feel there is again salah some of us might think ya Allah I haven't been making salah for 50 years I have not been making salah for 20 years do not despair do not worry now is the time to change our life turn our life around if we have not been making our salahs regularly let us make sincere tawbah let us make sincere repentance to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and from this day forth the next walk that will be coming in with you which is Maghrib Asr subhanallah it is Asr that was a test so it is Asr salah that will be coming in let us try that this, that if this is our first salah, from this very salat al-asr, I will not miss another salah, insha'Allah ta'ala. Even if it means I cannot perhaps make that salah in jama'ah, in congregation, but I will try and make that salah because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us everything that we wanted. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us so much of barakah and yet again the month of Ramadan is on our doorstep. That time for change. That time to walk in the the walk in the path to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we do not need anything other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his messenger to grant us the Jannah no matter what people tell us let us strive to the five insha'Allah ta'ala if there's anything that you've learned from this program strive to the five strive 
to the five. It's of no use. You are doing everything else other than your five salahs or other than the five pillars of Islam. It might not be of any benefit to you, but we are guaranteed. We pray our salahs five times a day with sincerity. We inshallah ta'ala have a great chance to enter the Jannah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Let us not waste this opportunity. Shukran so much for that, Sheikh. We are speaking about salah as well as sincerity during the month of Ramadan. And there is a few questions that came through, Sheikh. The first question is, As-salam, Sheikh. How do I perform tahajjud salah? What do I recite, Kanala? Bismillah, alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa ashabi wa man wala. Yes, alhamdulillah, one of the extra salahs in addition to our five daily salahs is that of tahajjud. And tahajjud is performed before salatul fajr, you know, based through the uh, last third of the night when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala descends to the first heaven in a manner which is befitting to him. And he asks, is there anyone who's seeking forgiveness so that I may forgive them? Is there anybody who wants to ask of me anything so that I may give him and grant him that? And it is said that when a person really, really wants something from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he desires and longs for something, and that particular person is not prepared to get a full salah to tahajjud for the prayer of tahajjud, then perhaps that person does not really want that thing as bad as he thinks he wants it. So we need to make some effort. Alhamdulillah, the month of Ramadan, again, we get up at least half an hour before the time, if I'm not mistaken, depending on what beautiful meal you're going to have before, like your buka time. People have different variations of what they buka with. Some people have five course meal at buka. I don't know, subhanAllah. Some have a date, but we'll discuss that inshallah ta'ala in, in, in the days to come. So we are generally up a half an hour or an hour before Fajr in the month of Ramadan and many of us we perform our tahajjud alhamdulillah and if we do not perform our tahajjud it's basically um, we are awake we might as well make our salatul tahajjud so the question was what do we recite we recite five Jews or ten Jews minimum if not fifteen very long tahajjud you look shocked sister no we recite that which we can manage. We recite that what we know. We do not need to be extreme with regards to our ibadat to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Rasulullah said that the best, the best deeds are those deeds, they are constant, even if they are small. So yes, as I've said, 10 Jews, 15 Jews, I was kidding with the listeners. The person we make things easy, we recite that what we know. If I know Surah Fatiha and I only know Surah Al-Ikhlas, which is Qul Wallahu Had, and I only know Surah Inna Atayna Kal Kawthar, we recite that which we know and which we are comfortable with. But we should connect to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. You know, when we think about Tahajjud, we always think that we have to recite so many ajza. Yes, if a person can manage that, Alhamdulillah. If not. Alhamdulillah, you are awake while the rest of the creation is still asleep. You are in ibadah, you are in worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You are devoted to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we recite anything that we are comfortable with. Even if a person half in Quran and he feels he only wants to recite short surahs or certain ayahs that is profound, that has profound meaning to that person, he has the choice to recite that. If he only knows Surah Al-Fatiha, he is free to do so. Most important we are awake and devoted in prayer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when we come to our sujood 
our prostration in our tahajjud and each and every other salah, but especially in tahajjud, we need to make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Let us not let this moment go past us, this opportunity that we connect to Allah as Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam teaches us, أَقْرَبُ مَا يَكُونُ الْعَبْدُ مِنْ رَبِّهِ وَوَسَاجِدِ That the closest that the servant of Allah can come to him is that when he is prostrating, when he is making sujood to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we cry in our tahajjud salah. When we come to our sujood, we cry to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We plea. We implore Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in our own mother tongue. Whatever we need of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ya Allah, bless us in this day. Ya Allah, grant us to enter the Jannah. Ya Allah, forgive us. Ya Allah, I've committed so many sins on a daily basis. Ya Allah, forgive, oversee, pardon our sins. Ya Allah, make me steadfast on the path of righteousness. So this is what we should be doing. As salah is a dua. The literal meaning of salah is dua that we implore and we ask and we seek of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So salah is there for us to connect to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So yes, what do we recite in our tahajjud? Whatever we are comfortable with, as long as we do not let an opportunity pass by to ask of Allah, to beseech Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for His mercy and for whatever other needs we have, whether that needs is worldly needs all those needs are the needs of the year after. So tahajjud salah is the key to success insha'Allah and the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we should not make things difficult for ourselves. And also, when we have performed the tahajjud salah, we have been blessed and we are fortunate. It's only so Allah, through Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we actually get up for tahajjud. So Allah, without Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we could not have gotten up. So when we do make our salah to tahajjud, it does not promote this amongst our friends. That was something done in secret. So what we do? We mention, so by the way, we need to check our intention. Some of us might say, MashaAllah, you know, I'll make dua for you in my salatu tahajjud inside Ramadan and outside Ramadan. He mentions this to you, but the insincerity behind it, subhanAllah. So when we do get up for our salatu tahajjud, let us try and be sincere. No one needs to know. Our wife, our husband, our children, they do not even need to know that I was up for Salatul Tahajjud. That was your secret worship with Allah. And Salatul Tahajjud is one of the keys to success. And when you've done that in secret, let us not try and squander that by speaking about it during the day, not even in common speech, not even by mentioning by the way. And a means of encouragement, each and every person is full away of Salat Tahajjud, rather say such and such a person gets up for Tahajjud and speak about the benefits of Tahajjud. But let, not, let us not be of those, when we do get up for Tahajjud, we promote it during the day. Shukran so much for that, Sheikh. And then there's another question that came through, and this is outside of uh, Salah. It says, Assalam, I would like to make an intention to drop off at a masjid food for the people to break their fast with. Can we do this, and what blessings will bring? Will this bring, inshallah? Again, the month of Ramadan teaches us to be generous. Mm-hmm. The Prophet, والسلام, the companions described him and says, كَانَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهُ وَآلُهُ وَسَلَّمْ أَجْوَدَ النَّاسِ The Prophet ﷺ was the most generous 
of all people. وَكَانَ أَجْوَدْ مَا يَكُونُ فِي رَمَضَانِ And he was even more generous in the month of Ramadan. And this is something that we also see happening in the month of Ramadan, that we are extremely generous and we love to feed people. The Prophet ﷺ was asked, what, of what act of Islam is the best? He said, to greet one another. And subhanallah, how in the month of Ramadan do we not greet one another with a smile? We shake hands, we embrace one another. And this is one of the best acts of worship in Islam. And to feed the people. So feeding in the month of Ramadan, there are great rewards for that. Rasulullah sallallahu says, Man Whosoever provides a person with something to break his fast with, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will write for that person the reward as if he was also fasting without diminishing the reward of the person that you are feeding. So feeding people in Ramadan, there are great rewards for that inshallah ta'ala. And we'll expound on this in the days to come bi idhnillah ta'ala the etiquette of feeding and the etiquette of breaking our fast and the etiquette of having our suhoor inshallah ta'ala shukran so much for that Sheikh. and then just with one minute to go before we cross over to news i'll squeeze in one question and that is salam Sheikh. what about the people that got all the time to make salah but still do it out of time bismillah alhamdulillah wa salatu wa salam ala rasulillah you know you're asking me a question the people that has time to make salah and do not make their salah we ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to open up their hearts for them to realize that allah subhanahu has given us so much allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us so much and it is only for our own benefit that we can try and show our gratitude to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we obviously cannot do it in a way that is befitting to Allah, but we can try and show our gratitude towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by making our salah five times a day. And many of us, we are guilty of not making our salah on time. But let us just think of what we have been blessed with and look at the less fortunate people. And inshallah ta'ala, hoping that this is an inspiration for us to start making our salah five times a day. Inshallah ta'ala. Sheikh, shukran so much for that. And I bid you assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.